Hello, hello, hello. This is William Jackson. It is August 15th, 2022. And yes, I have been gone for a while. And I have to apologize to many of those who have um, taken a liking to my podcast, My Quest to Teach in Digital Evangelism. I was going through a stage where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as far as my career and teaching and being a part of the teaching process and just wondering what the next phase of what I wanted to do as far as staying in education and not staying in education. And I didn't make that decision easily. I prayed about it. I thought about it. I meditated on it. I did all the things that I think I needed to do to make that decision and it is a difficult and it's a challenging decision for a man i don't know what goes to a woman's mind but for me uh, being a member of the body of christ the first thing i had to do is put my complete faith in christ and you know sometimes you know we we doubt some of the things that are going through our brains that we want to do but we have to make sure it's god's will i prayed about it i meditated about it um I did not fast, and I have to be honest about that, um, but I did pray, um, I burned my incense, I got into a quiet place, and I I cleared my mind, and I was obedient to the Spirit, and, and just centered myself. Um, I didn't talk to my wife, I didn't talk to my kids. Uh, What I wanted to hear was the voice of God, and I believe in my heart that I received the voice of God um, telling me it is time to move on. And one of the um, things he was talking to me about was um, it's it's not just being happy, because sometimes, you know, we get in situations and we talk about and we think about, am I happy? And um, in most cases, it doesn't have anything to do with you being happy. It has something to do with, are you in the right place at the right time to do the right things that God wants you to do? And I had to come to terms with that. I had to come to terms that, you know, the position I saw that was open two years ago, God put it there for me to see and embrace and do it. And um, the process of receiving this position or that position was fluid and it was seamless. Even though there were certain challenges, you know, in education, you have to have you know, the right certifications, you have to have the right documentation, you have to have the right everything. But in this case, there were certain things that were missing, which weren't a big deal. But God opened up a door for me to do works that um, I understood that I could do and expand and help some kids, help some young people, help some sixth, seventh and eighth graders. And for the most part, I believe I did that. receiving the information from them and uh, the heartfelt thanks from parents and students and um, the the sense of achievement that the students received uh, being in my STEAM class. And the transition I went through, I went from teaching STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, to teaching STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, to stream science technology reading engineering arts and math to stream with an extra m science technology engineering arts 
science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, math, and metaverse. And there's so much changing that I just know in my heart of hearts that God had me go through that to to start um, again with this podcast and with my blogging and with my speaking engagements that he is moving me to another level and I have to be obedient to his spirit. And we think about that and we think about the works that we do and we think about our role as evangelists. And you can be an evangelist in technology. You can be an evangelist in technology and ministry. Um, Aida and I, we are uh, attending First Meta Church and Alt Space VR. So if you're familiar with the metaverse, there's different metaverses. So the church that we attend virtually is, is First Meta Church in Alt Space VR. Every Sunday at 8 a.m., we are worshiping in spirit and in truth. <clears throat> we have our avatars. We have our space that we worship in. We have consistent people that attend. And we are moving in the direction that God would have us go. Um, thank you to Stefan Youngblood, uh, who um, I originally met on Clubhouse, the app on the phone, and sharing a common um, brotherhood for the Lord. And I remember um, a minister uh, that once said that we are all brothers because we share the same father. Now, not literally, but figuratively, but literally in the spirit. If God is our father and we accept that, then we are brothers and sisters. And evangelism, we have to think about what words do we use for evangelism? We just don't say we're evangelizing. We, we share our words. We share our faith. We share our spirit. We share our, our, our essence to worship and praise and do the works the Lord would have us do, which is evangelism. Uh, we all have our own ideas of evangelism, but we have to make sure um, we understand in scripture evangelism we have to go out into the world and make disciples um, of Christ we represent Christ now I know this blog is about technology and evangelism digital evangelism so all of this works together and 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 being a retired educator it gives me a different perspective of looking at things in a different way because that that everyday stress of are the kids going to like what I'm teaching? Are the kids going to want to learn what I'm teaching? Are the kids going to be able to use what I'm teaching? Is, is, is this child going to behave today? Is this child going to listen and follow directions? Are these students going to put up their phones and stay off of social media? Is somebody going to cuss me out today? Is somebody going to call me out my name? Is somebody going to do inter something inappropriate? And, and being retired, you know, you do two things. You reflect on the past and you reflect on the future. And I want my future to be greater than the past. And in order for my future to be greater than the past, I have to put it in the hands of God. So God can work through all of us, and we have to believe that. God can take our us as a whole or us as pieces and use us to share and evangelize to people. And evangelism, again, it is not throwing scripture at people. Evangelism is through our words, deeds, and actions, what we do with people each and every day. 
You go into a store. Do you hold the door open for some people? You can hold the door open for men and women because they both appreciate it. When you're going through the store and you're walking through the store and you see somebody in your way, do you stop and let them go around you or do you get out of their way or what do you do? Do you do it with a smile or you do it with a frown or do you do it with a, sc a, scroll a scrolling face? Um, these are the things that we have to think of as um, members of the body of Christ and followers of Christ. And, you know, having these conversations with ourselves and with God are very important because if we listen with listening ears and we open our mind, but importantly, we open our spirit to receive God's counsel, we have those conversations. Having a dialogue is not having a monologue. Okay, having a dialogue is between two people. A monologue is one, yourself. And in most cases, your monologue with you is totally wrong because you're not opening up your spirit to receive God's word. And think how Christ did it. Think when we when you read scripture, and I encourage, I don't care what church you go to, who's listening to this, when you're reading uh, NIV, and I say um, New International Version, when you're reading the Bible and you're reading about Christ, Christ spoke with his father. He spoke with him. He prayed to him. Not only did he pray to him, but at times Christ just shut his mouth and he listened to God. And God talked to him and spoke directly to him. We have that same ability if we just calm our minds, calm our spirits, and open up our mind and our spirit to talk, to have a conversation with God. Um, we are given the opportunity to evangelize. We are given the opportunity to share our faith. And we have to consider our evangelism and, and the place of the church in this world. The church needs to evangelize and it needs to teach evangelism. Because when we go outside those doors, you know, we are, we are attacked. Now, the other case is when you're in church and you feel attacked, um, you must have brought that other fellow with you. We all know. We all know who that is. We, you know, in Scripture, the devil can only go, you know, when we where we carry him. So if we start off in the morning ill-tempered and upset and mad and cussing and fussing, and you know how sometimes you know we ready to get to church, hop in our cars, we ready to go through red. I got to get to church. We got we ready to go through red lights and we see the, the light turn yellow and we speed up and we hoping by the time we get to the other side of the intersection, it turns red. But the point is that that it's the journey to get to church. It's the journey to get to our destination. That's important because once we reach our destination, we're there. But going from point A to point B, during those two points, how are we being a blessing to others? Going from point B to C, how are we being a blessing to those around us? You know, that person that merged in front of us really quick, that person that jumped in front of us, excuse me, they may be in a rush too. They may be headed to an emergency. They may have to go to the bathroom. Now, how many of us have been in a situation where we like, we got to go to the bathroom? And not only do we have to go to the bathroom, but you notice in your in your elderly, your senior, your latter years, when we got to go, we got to go. And, you know, truth be told, 
Um, I turned 60 on June 10th. And I was born June 10th, 1962. And I think back to my 59 years. And I think that when I started, when I turned 55, 56, around that area, I really realized that I had to go to the bathroom. And I had to really go to the bathroom. So it wasn't one of the things like when you're younger, ah, I got to go to the bathroom. I could wait 30, 40 minutes. I, I, I ain't got to go right now. And you, and you could. But the older you get, the, that bladder, which is a muscle, those muscles around your bladder, they are not as strong as they used to be. And then there are people that have medical conditions as well who may be trying to get to the bathroom so they don't mess up their clothes. They may be trying to get to the bathroom because they got a carload of people and they try not to do something because that's going to attract attention to them. So in our evangelism, it is a process of what we do and how we behave that we really have to be careful of. Um, I listen to Dallas Theological Seminar Seminary um, lessons. They're free lessons online, and I love it. You have different um, teachers teaching different areas. Uh, one is Dr. Barry, Dr. Barry James um, of Dallas Theological Seminary, and he shares in his class that evangelism fits into having a mission to be involved in evangelism. You're on a mission. Churches should be on a mission to save souls and keep souls saved. They have mission trips outside of the church. They have mission um, adventures. They have mission guidelines. They have mission strategies. Strategies. So it's not just you know preach, preach, and teach, teach but evangelize through words, deeds, and actions and be on a mission to evangelize. So that means you have in your mind already when church is over and you're going out to dinner. If you are financially able to and you see um, someone at the register, whether they're young or old, black or white, Hispanic, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Jamaican, Haitian, French, Russian, um, Nigerian, South African, Egyptian, whatever, it doesn't matter, and they're struggling to pay, they, to pay their bill, or the spirit moves you to say, hey, pay that person's bill. And you can't be standing there, like, what? What you say, Lord? Lord say, pay that person's bill. And, and, and I've been in that situation a couple of times um, where the Lord said, pay the bill. And a couple of times I was not obedient. Um, several times I was obedient and then I realized how I felt afterwards but then I realized I saw how it made that person feel and it, it's not about the money it's about that approach to if you are a Christian and the Lord tells you to do something to do it um, don't be like you know Job and some other ones running and or Jonah excuse me Jonah and running out running and diving into the ocean and you know talking about you gonna you know kill me i'm not gonna do what the lord tell me because he's on the boat and the other people on the boat kind of like um jonah what did you do to make the lord mad and you're like well just kill me I'm, just throw me overboard and and the, the people like well you know we don't want to do that uh we'll pray for you but we don't want to do that but then they throw you over but then but then they make sacrifices to the lord which which they didn't do so in a way through his disobedience he was able to witness to others to make them obedient but that's some tragic stuff and some heavy stuff if, if 
people see that the Lord's taking you through something and they like, man, this man hard-headed. He just don't want to do what he's supposed to. Um, he he's on a mission to get away from the get away from God, but God needs needs him on his mission to do his works. So it's real important that we understand that and we understand the differences between our agenda and the the agenda that God has, because we know the term um, the term about you know that we all have our own individual plans for what we do. But God laughs at our plans. So the best way to evangelize is doing the works that need to be done. Um, I'm so happy and blessed with the Lord that he has given me the ability to teach. And I think I teach very well. After 33 years of teaching. And, you know, in those 33 years, I've been able to teach thousands of kids either physical education when I started out as a PE teacher in Palaka, Florida, um, to ending my teaching career. You know what? I really shouldn't say ending because I'm always going to teach. I'm always going to have that teacher spirit to moving from teaching to retirement. But if a teaching or volunteering position did open and someone did ask me to, to feed into children, you know I'm going to take it. So there's four terms that can be used to guide us. And, and I'm going to end on these four terms because this is going to be a, a, a multi-part series. Is one, mission. You should have in your mind that you are on a mission from God. There was a movie years ago called The Blues Brothers. Do y'all remember The Blues Brothers with um, Jim Bellucci and, um, uh, oh, the tall, skinny guy. I can't not remember his name. But Bellucci was, um, was so funny because he had the mannerisms, he had the facial expressions, everything. So there was a scene where um, they had to drive cross country. It was dark outside. They had a half a tank of gas and they were wearing shades. And they were on a mission from God. And they took that mission very seriously. Imagine how if all of us took the mission that God has for us seriously, how many souls we can save? How many, how many people we can bring to Christ? Imagine the second word, being a witness that we're supposed to. And when I say a witness, I do not mean quoting scripture, okay? I mean talking to people. I mean taking the time to slow down and speak to people and witness to them about our challenges, our successes, our failures, and, and how we put God in all of the choices and things that we make in life. And witness means that you have to be unpolished unapologetically honest and transparent and unfortunately a lot of people don't want to do that and and myself as a teacher um, as an educator I've made so many mistakes with kids not understanding their personality not understanding that they're on medication not understanding that they're homeless not understanding that their parents are divorcing and, and their behavior is, is exhibited because they're going through a situation um, not always being there for my children. I'm, I'm a divorced father, and 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 at times I was selfish. But witnessing to other people um, about our mistakes and asking, first of all, for God to forgive us of our mistakes, and second of all, um, praying about them so we do not repeat them, and being honest and sharing. Evangelism is more than just you know, in the church house, talk about girl, um, 
this is what's going on in my house and I'm giving it to God and I'm going to handle this. And I No, it's about going out and talking to people that you don't know about Christ, that you make that connection with them, that, you, that they understand that, that you are a child of God and that you are putting God first in everything. And the fourth one, the final one for today is the gospel. Okay, studying, reading, meditating, um, engaging in the gospel, taking time when it's quiet to either read the Bible or listen to the Bible on tape or listening to the Bible online. And we have to have those quiet times where we actually do that. The kids are quiet. The husband or wife is quiet. The boyfriend or girlfriend is quiet. The whoever is quiet. So that way you have a quiet place where you are studying for 30, 40 minutes, 15, however you want to start out with. And just having that quiet time and that peace with God so God can talk to you. I do not believe what many people today say that God is not talking to us. God is talking to us. And I give you an example. Look at how many thunderstorms that we have coming through our communities. Look at this heat that we have that's going across our nation. Look at the land that's being parched and dried up from water. Look at the insects that are uh, invading different areas. Look at the, the uh, cows and other farm animals that are dying from the heat. Uh, look at the volcanoes that are happening around the world. Looking, into, looking at the change of climate that we're having. You cannot tell me that God is not trying to get our attention. We have flooding at different places that never had flooding before. I was reading recently that Nigeria had 50 people um, die because they had flash floods going through their community that they, they've never had that before. In northern Nigeria. And we're looking at Las Vegas. We're looking at Kentucky in the United States. We're looking at New York City, what, about a year or two ago when they had that storm go through and it flooded. It flooded New York City where, subway and China. And they never did finish telling us how many people died from that flooding that was in the subway in China. When you saw video clips of people, the, the, the water up to their necks and they're stuck in these trains. But they never said exactly how many people died. The locusts that were in India um, when you were watching a YouTube channel and they were filming the locusts coming through the city. So these events are happening and God is trying to tell us something. So it is incumbent upon us to listen, to be quiet, to be obedient, to be in prayer, to fast and pray as it says in scripture to understand what's coming and what's happening. Um, I know all this is kind of heavy, but um, I, I made the commitment that I was going to do my best to be obedient, to have my podcast, my quest to teach digital evangelism consistently. I started off having it twice a week, which went very well. Um, I have to say it went very well until um, I, I got sick. Um, praise be to God. He, he pulled me through prostate cancer. Um, praise be to God. He pulled me through um, having... Um, Influenza A, the flu, I'd never had that before. Uh, praise be to God, I've been through several other illnesses. And I don't want to say it's a direct result of 
the pandemic. But I do believe that God was trying to get my attention uh, before he decides to bring me home. And I'm going to do my best to be obedient, to be um, strong in my um, convictions to follow Christ and to do my best to save souls and keep souls saved. So thank you once again for listening. And again, um, this podcast is going to be every Tuesday uh, because I'm going to be doing other works as well, volunteering at schools and doing things that the Lord will open up doors. I have several conferences coming up um, that I will share at a later date. And I just want to say blessings to everyone. Um, But listen to the Lord. Um, Find that quiet time. It may be in your car. It may be in your closet. It may be in a basement. It may be at the park. It may be someplace where you can pray, read scripture, and listen to God. God bless. Take care. Peace and blessings.